Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we've got a whole host of sex and dating topics to cover. How soon should you set a date with an online match? Is it better to be single in college than continue with a long distance relationship? What to do when your oral sex skills leave your partner rubbed raw? Plus kegels, sex toys, and more. Thanks for listening. Listeners and friends, they're always asking me how to spice up their relationships. They all want to know how to bring the spark back. One great way is to add in some variety. Well, our good friends at adamandeve.com know all about that. adamandeve.com is where you'll find all my favorite high-end toys, like the Magic Wand and the WeVibe Tango, as well as every formula of quality lube you can think of. You should all be using lube, by the way. I have made that clear. Try out Pure or Sliquid. Adam and Eve sells those as well. The folks at adamandeve.com are pleasers, so they put together a special deal for Sex with Emily listeners. If you order today and use code EMILY, they'll cut the price of almost any single item in half. Not enough for you? They'll also toss in three free DVDs and ship it all to you for free. And for a limited time, they will include a free gift. It's a sexy premium silicone pleasure ring. Rings are a great way to enhance intercourse, and if you haven't tried one before this is the time. It can help guys stay harder longer while providing that crucial clitoral stimulation that most women need to orgasm during intercourse. Get your free ring, free shipping, free DVDs, and 50% off any item. Go to adamandeve.com and use code EMILY at checkout. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more, more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Here's what you should do. When you get there, you can easily subscribe to our podcast. Just do one push of a button. And then you'll get two shows a week in your inbox. So easy. What? Subscribing? Subscribing really helps us out too. Yeah, it does. We love when you subscribe. And review and rate the show. Review and rate. Review and rate. Review and rate. Just remember that. And also follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. It's all at Sex with Emily. And subscribe to our newsletter. And now, so exciting, download my show on Google Play, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And oh my God, our store. We've got a Shop with Emily store. All my favorite toys. And you can find them now right on my website, which is awesome. So check that out. And we've had some really good shows lately. We had Relationship Recovery, How to Survive a Breakup. We had a lot of facts about breakups. Uh, Who does the dumping more often, men or women? Who takes the longest to bounce back? I think this answer might surprise you. And we got five tips to help you get through your recent uncoupling. So check it out. Yeah, it's great for you to uh, (sighs) subscribe to the show, download it, uh, of course, and rate it. And and I, yeah, I wherever know. you listen, Emily iTunes. cries when you don't give five stars. Me, not so much. I mean, one star is kind of brutal. Brutal. I'd rather you not rate right. it, but thank you so much. If you find yourself clicking one star, yeah. you can say, oh, you know, maybe I should send her an email. Feedback uh-huh. at sexwithemily.com and tell us why you feel that way. Yeah, that'd be great. And maybe we'll, uh, you know, consider it. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't read We're doing pretty well so. here, but. Whatever. We'll send so, them to you. What's the latest? What's going on with well, you? Well, I wanted to say that, you know, I, I've considered, you know, 
dating again. I am mm. dating here and there, yeah. but like I haven't really met anyone and I don't. So you grabbed my phone a few weeks ago on the show and you started swiping on my Tinder, oh my which God, I had no opening like here. 80 guys and I found maybe one. Right. Well, I got two super likes, which is a thing. Okay. If you super like. But like, I don't get it because they super liked me, but then they super sat on their ass and didn't send me a message or anything. Like, shouldn't they say I super like if they, if you super like me, then why don't you send me a message? Yeah. But am I supposed to be like, wow, you super liked me. Hey, what's up? I don't know because I, I never been on Tinder, so I don't know. So everything that I hear about Tinder is secondhand now. Okay. So I have three ladies in the room. Have you ever wrote a guy? Are you, first, you always wait no. for the guy to write you, always. right? But Bumble is the one which I'm not on where you're supposed to make the first message. But no, I've never, I've never sent the first message, but I also haven't been on Tinder much. Like it was like a year and a half ago when I did a live Tinder date on my show. I, I just think that's been dating etiquette since the beginning of time that the guy, yeah, of course, if he super likes you, then he's going to be the one sending you the message. And yeah. if he doesn't send you a message, that might be from what I hear, then if you pay for your account... You can um, you can do more than one super like. So if you have a free account, I had two you, super likes. You get one you one know, a day. No. Yeah, like the the user gets one a day for free, and then if they pay like some monthly fee, then they can get more than one super like. So the guy only gets one a day, yeah. and I only get if, if I want to. Can I super also, like? Also, if you only get one and you're paying, like, wouldn't you send a, a message or something? Yeah, these guys probably are paying, and then they're just super liking. Like, are they crazy. super liking? So you should. You, I should not feel special. No, you should always feel special, Emily. <laughs> I don't want to hurt your heart, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, if the guys are putting it much this much effort into super liking or paying to have an account, then they should send you a message right how long ago did these super likes happen like this week i didn't check it because i forgot week? that you did that yeah i think that somebody that would super like would probably message you within the first 12 hours and then hours. should i feel bad if someone doesn't super like me like because everyone can super like want like you can i think anyone now, can now this part that i don't i don't either okay they can they can super like you but do you have to uh, like them back and then they can message you. I don't know. Oh, I don't Maybe think that's so. No, it. on Tinder, if you match, because we matched. Oh, okay, you matched. Oh, I'm assuming we matched. So, oh, so does the super, I don't well, freaking know. Well, maybe you didn't match and then the super like, oh. can we Google this? Does the super like supersede <laughs> them yeah. having to match with me? Maybe they just saw that I was. Yeah, maybe like, okay, then it super likes and it just notifies you. Say, hey, this person really likes you. And then you can match. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't maybe, maybe we did. Right. But one of the guys that super liked me, he super had a super weird uh, description of his uh, little bio was like, I'm looking for something in between a friends with benefits relationship uh -huh. and uh, a casual, like something that doesn't interfere with my partnership. So it's like, Open oh, relationship. Oh, okay. So basically, he's looking for friends with But the other super. But he's maybe. just trying to. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's full it's, of shit. that's been like a thing. Uh, no, I mean, he's saying no, he wants he to. Is. But just say you want an open relationship. Like, yeah. just tell me that. And I might be down. But don't try to make me read between lines, which wasn't even hard. There were no lines. It was like. You would be down with dating some person uh, right that now. has an open relationship. No, here's the thing. In the past, mm -hmm. perhaps, because that's what I was. I was like, that's what I want. But yeah. I think if I was in an open relationship, I'd want to be in with the one with like the primary partner which is yeah. how it typically works and then we would decide to open it up but i feel like i would want to be already with somebody where we were mm. like oh okay let's open it up but can not you, at the beginning can you be in the relationship with a guy that has a private jet because i want to ride mm. you know i would i have in the past <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't stick but um what i'm just saying 
I'm really working on getting a super jet. You guys should buy some stuff in my store so I could buy a super yeah, jet. Yeah, your own jet. That'd a be super cool. Jet, and I'll super like you back. That'd be fun. That would be cool. Um, what's up with you? Uh, I was in Mexico and, of course, Vegas always. And then I've been missing my dog. My dog dog's in San Francisco. Gone. I saw it on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, she's been in San Francisco. You miss her, right? Your heart. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going back to San Francisco. Um, when? I'm going too. In a few days. Me too. And I'm going to go pick her up. And then I'm going on my friend who he went to San Jose State in San Jose, California. And he is part of the booster club or whatever. So he won some party on a yacht. So he won a, a yacht to have or his birthday party on. So I'm going to go to some yacht parties. Yeah, so that do that. On the yeah. bay? On the bay. Yeah. That's Next really nice. To, the the ballpark there. Oh, that's that's so fun. I've done it's that cool. in the past. So I know you're gonna have sex in the news, but right. I, I want to bring up something. So you've been Please talking do. about apps and dating and all this stuff. Can't help it. Yeah. Now taking over the world is Pokemon Go. <sighs> I'm so glad you're explaining this to me. Okay. Why is everyone freaking out? Now everyone. Now I'm I'm a little too old for Pokemon. Okay, right. it's me too. But I'm at least aware. Uh, aware right. I know of what Pokemon it. is. A cartoon. People have grown up on Pokemon. Right. And now they incorporated it into a location-based game. So, um, how can I explain this to you? So the game is you have to go to certain points in maybe your neighborhood or anywhere in right. the world. And you get to that point and you communicate with that, uh, it's called a geo target, right? right? So that section of space and it has like the characters from the, the cartoon and right. you're supposed to gain points and you're supposed to like throw these little balls at the characters and catch them, right? Right. As Pokemon catch them all on your type phone, thing. or like on your th- phone, right? So you you do the movement of your phone. You get there, it's geo- catch all these right. targets and all this stuff. So the reason I brought this up is it's been out for a week, but it's it's massive, right? And there's already stories about people like hooking up because they're like, meeting at the they're same meeting at the place. There's literally hundreds of people in certain sections or area like they say that uh in new york that the park is just full of people playing this game right here in uh los angeles santa monica hundreds of people at the pier playing the game so you get you run into people with a common interest and they've been like getting going on dates and stuff i know i've heard about this but i was like why because all of a sudden pokemon which i haven't heard about in years it was just a really smart decision to make this app is that yeah. all just like it came out like a week ago right? um well i i didn't read the full origins of it i heard it was like an able fool's joke that people came up with but then decided like hey we should actually really make this game because people got excited so i wrote um i i knew about it about four or five months ago and so i started talking about it on the radio but i didn't know how massive it would be yeah it's it's massive. It's, That's all I'm reading about. I see on Facebook. I see. I, I mean, I don't have time. Maybe I should. I should go out to the pier and um super super play Pokemon. You should. I know. I don't even. I don't even. You go there and you throw the ball and try to win yeah, the game. But what happens if you? It's just a game that you keep adding up points yeah. or whatever. Okay, I'll download it. Now the thing is, what I support is because it I know dangerous to me. Someone knows where I am. No, no, no. People are already there. Yeah, people okay. are already there. I got it. But the thing is, I also support it because I know a ton of hardcore xbox players and they pretty much just live in a dark room right for hours upon hours now this app is getting everybody out in the world 
outside and walking around and getting exercise, which I totally support. Right. I think no, I awesome. think that's good too. Get you, if you're addicted to gaming, right, uh-huh. it gets you out of your house. There's definitely crazy stories because these little creatures or characters they want to catch. People are like breaking windows to try to get into because you can buy the them too, right? You yeah, buy the Pokemon. the coins or whatever the right. balls. Anyways, but the thing is, like, people are breaking windows to try to get into buildings. Because characters are living inside the, That's those buildings. That's adults. It's insane. Not it's, kids. It was a kid's game. Yeah. I mean, there's people, I would say, it's usually people in their mid-20s right now that okay, are great. Talk hardcore into it. Bang a 21-year-old. Yeah. That's a good story. If you, hey, if you want a young guy. I don't, though, to be honest. Not that young. No, I really don't. That Anyways. would not be interesting. I mean, sure, that could happen. Like, they might be like, oh, you'll be my Mrs. Robinson. Hey. But I'm not so I'm just that. saying, if Tinder and Bumble and... Grinder, all this stuff hasn't worked for you. Hey guys, Grinder would be on, interesting, but it's for gay men. Some Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's true. Pokemon Go, it's a thing. Um, no, but everything. And, and Tinder find- is coming back though. Like everyone hated Tinder and they were on mm-hmm. Bumble, but now all my friends are saying like Bumble's gone downhill, and now they're back on Tinder. So Tinder seems to be it's just sticking. Too, I think those apps are just too many effing options. I wasn't even going to do make- it though, but I wasn't even going to do it, and you started swiping. So of course it was like you have a no, notification. No, no, no. I think you at least need <laughs> you guys to do should it. do it. I think you should at least do it, but. I think that people are like super into the Tinder and all that stuff. It just gives them too many options and doesn't give, allow them to give enough attention to somebody that's maybe really cool. And they match, right. And then they match with someone, but then they just match with six other people. So then, Uh yeah, they forget who they match with first. And then you start like messaging with different people and then you forget. I know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I did it like years ago and I just haven't really been that, not yet. It was probably two years ago, but whatever. I mean, yeah. I'll keep y'all posted on it. I'll see if I super like this guy back. We'll cool. see if Do I super it. message. Okay. So that is fascinating. Okay. So I want to, um, we got an email from a listener, which I just thought was funny. I want to just read here before my sex. Right. Because, um, okay. So just discovered your podcast and I've been hopping around episodes. I don't know if you have a dog yet, but if you don't, then I would suggest checking out a Maine Coon cat. We okay. adopted a 23-pound Maine Coon boy, not fat, just big, and he is as close to a dog as you can get in the body of a cat. Our boy is as social as any dog we've had. We are two-career family with two girls ages nine and six, and we are super busy, and so our cat gets us the fun of a pet without the guilt of attention a dog needs. Anyway, from the podcast, love the podcast and keep up the super work from Anthony. So, oh, I don't know. Huge. People are, There's 17 pounds. I know. I don't even... The thing is, I want like a six... Thank you, Anthony. I so appreciate it, because I really am... I really think I just need an animal. More than even like a, a, a man, like a temporary. Yeah. I'd rather have like a, a you know. Well, but I think I do love cats as a thing, but mm-hmm. I also want someone thing, someone, some dog I can bring uh-huh. to work as well. Instead my of my, uh, my French bulldog, she is 20 pounds. And then. Oh. Yeah, I don't want a, like, I don't want a cat. That's that scares me. A twenty three pound. <laughs> no, the cat. Well, the cat. They say those, those cats are seventeen pounds. Oh, pretty big. I want like a six pound dog that I can just like throw in my back. Oh yeah, take it with those, me. Those those little tiny things are usually mean though. No, Chihuahuas. My, well, yeah, but Daisy wasn't mean. Remember Daisy? Me. I'm going to yeah. see her. I'm going to San Francisco too. I'm going to see her next week. Cool. I hope she remembers me. Um, she's, she's like, awesome. oh yeah, the the bitch. Yeah. You no, but me. she's she's with this. She loves her life in Palm Springs. Right, I visit yeah. her. Um, and then what else was I going to tell you? Yeah, that's it. I'm going to, uh, we've got some sex in the news here. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, yours real awesome. quick. Keep talking. Real quick. Before you get into that, how is the, all these Instagram message, um, um, plugs that I've been Oh, they've been so about. good. Okay, everyone, yeah. thank you so much. Like that bikini photo on Instagram is not, yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten that many likes. Uh-huh. And I love you all for like saying, I listened to the end of the show. I listened to the end of the show. So, um, 
I appreciate it. It's crazy. It's like going, it was blowing up. So I, and then everyone wants me to post a picture of when my boobs were really big. Oh yeah. During my, when I had, was on the pill and I've gotten like 10 separate messages about that, like on my Instagram and like direct messages or like, can you please post the photo? And I only have one photo and it's just of my boobs though. Oh, what's wrong with that? Well, I just think that'd be weird and out of context if you don't listen to the show. You'd be like, why is she post it? I'll show it to you. I'll see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, picture of my boobs. But, um, and then I said I was going to post some more shots. Oh, I did find the shots where I did this like boudoir shoot. I'll post mm-hmm. it for Throwback Thursday um, this week. And um, just remind me here, girls, Madison, Jamie, that it's cute. I just found them and I, the girl was on the show. It was just like mm-hmm. eight years ago, seven years ago. And I did all these like sexy lingerie things. So all right, let's cool. see if you all are really following They'll me on be, Instagram. Yeah, sex with Emily on Instagram. Awesome. Sex with Emily everywhere. Snap, snap it, all that stuff. Thank you, Madison. Okay. Nearly a third of millennials consider bad TV taste a dating deal breaker. 30% okay. of millennials, single millennials have rejected someone because of their viewing habits. Uh, they want to watch TV. They say that watching TV strengthens their relationships. So maybe Netflix and chill serves a double purpose. You know, I don't know. I mean, am I really going to break up with someone if we don't like the same TV? That's kind of saying mm-hmm. like... And I don't know if this is a younger thing, but when you're like, why do you like someone? Well, we really like the same music and we like the same Mm. food. I mean, that doesn't, I feel like in life or we like the same shows, that just isn't what's going to make your lifetime partner. That you like, I don't know. Would you break up with someone because they liked a certain show or that you didn't? No, I don't care. I don't care either. And I don't even think it's about having the same necessarily Mm -hmm. like um, interest. I think it's about... When you're looking for a match, I mean, all those things are great. If you like, yeah. I know there's plenty of people that I've dated. I'm like, oh my God, we're so similar. Uh-huh. We have all the same things. But if there's no chemistry and there's no, like, you don't, because I don't think it's about liking the same things. It's about liking, it's about your morals and your uh-huh. values and how you, if you like spending time together in some way. So maybe your TV isn't great. Like you don't like the same shows, but maybe you just watch the shows together that you like. And when you're not together, you watch mm-hmm. other shows. But I guess I they're saying like, so- if you like Game of Thrones and I don't, I'm like, I think it's the worst show ever. We're going to break <laughs> up. No, I, I definitely, I wouldn't do that, but I, I would say that, um, sometimes when I'm with my girlfriend, I would say, okay, enough Bravo now, you know, even though I enjoy the Bravo, you but if it's like, I love Bravo, but sometimes I, I have to take a break because we'll do eight hours straight of Bravo. People do that, you know, and speaking of Bravo, I, cause you know, Facebook has your you know uh, what is it this on this day thing Uh past memories yeah yeah so on this day four years ago Uh our Bravo show premiered on Bravo really yeah Four years. Crazy. Lots happened in four years. I know. Misadvised. You can. Uh, it's funny if you want to know. It's on iTunes. You can download. It's on it. iTunes. You can download. It's like four ninety nine for eight mm-hmm. eight luscious episodes. Awesome of episodes. Menace and myself, and we're like hanging out in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I'm dating some weird people. One friend of Menace's that took me to a strip club on our first date because he's fun. Whatever happened to him? Oh, he was mad. He was gonna kill me. Remember? Uh, no. I he was. He was like mad. He wasn't. He did. He threatened me. No, he didn't. Okay, whatever. But it wasn't. <laughs> You're right. He didn't threaten me. Um. <laughs> That was funny though. Those were good times, sort of. Shooting wasn't as fun as the show being. Yeah. Done, but when we shot, it was uh, okay. What were you gonna say? Nothing. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, well, I was just gonna say you can download it on iTunes. Yeah, on iTunes. It. Also, I think there's iTunes. some clips on online Bravo. if you just Google it. Yeah. Google misadvised on Bravo if you want mm-hmm. to see us in person doing our thing, which is fun. Okay, drinking too much soda can screw up your junk, your penis junk. And oh, I just no. saw you came in with your. It's not soda. 
Well, it's fizzy water, fizzy energy drink. <laughs> okay. Red Bull, Red Bull. Uh, the average American drinks 2.6 glasses of soda a day. And while that's a far cry from an entire liter, that doesn't mean... I don't drink that much soda. Well, it doesn't matter. 2.6 glasses There aren't people a day? out there chugging down more than twice that. That's like 2.6 glasses. This is a big Yeah, bottle. but I'm not every single day. All right, dude, because here's a study. Men who drink too much soda can be damaging. Um, one liter fizzy drink a day could reduce sperm count by a massive 30% and mm. lead to erectile dysfunction. Oh, no. Yep. I was sperm count, I didn't care, but... I know, I was just going to say, yeah. you're not going to care about the sperm count, but, but wait. Erectile. Erectile dysfunction. You might get hard, not stay hard, you know? I don't Everything know if this is, is your destroying... issue. Huh. I know. It's like you just got to eat like barley and mm. wheatgrass or something. It's funny because when I went to Mexico and I ate food, you just feel better. I know. It's all fresh. Here in America, it's just like Everything uh, is everything's so processed. It's true. It's crazy. I know. Trying to be healthy. Um, cola addicts have an average sperm count of 35 million per milliliter compared to 56 million per, li- per milliliter in those who consume less. Mm-hmm. And that also says um, that men suffer from erectile dysfunction and the sweetener in the soda was capable of damaging arteries in the penis, possibly preventing blood, fro- uh, blood flowing freely through the muscle. I'm going to slow down so I can enunciate. Right. An occasional soda is fine. But if you drink it on a regular basis, you got to cut down. Just saying, Menace. How's your how's your swimmers? I, I guess you don't know. Don't Maybe know. it's good because you don't want to have a baby. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, that's cool. Um, I have to make sure I can still get erect, though. That well, is a concern. I, only you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a dream last night, though, that we were all in Vegas. Shock. Mm-hmm. And I was there and your girlfriend and all your Woody Show people. Uh-huh. And you were like, you should come do the Woody show. So we were in a hotel room in Vegas and your girlfriend was there and she was sitting up on a thing and I still didn't know it was her. It was like two yeah, hours went by. You're like, that's my girlfriend. Duh. And then it was like, like a sheet went over her face so I still couldn't see her. It's like your okay. girlfriend, like, I'm not allowed to see her. I know whenever people talk about dreams, I like tune out because it's weird uh-huh. to understand, but I'm just saying it was no, no. in Vegas. And No, I do too. Like people try to explain weird dreams and I was like, what? Um, but I just remembered when you walked in at that yeah. had that dream and we were doing the Woody show, but it was in a hotel room and every, we were all sitting on a bed and the equipment kept falling off and it was really weird. <laughs> Sweet. It wasn't the most like, um, you know, technically like savvy show, but it uh-huh. was fun. It sounds normal. Yeah, we had a good time together. Um, yeah, I've been having lots of weird dreams. So that's that. Okay, so let's um, give a little shout out to our sponsors and uh, we'll be right back. Thank you for supporting them and supporting the show. Ah, you know, I never stopped talking about it. And for good reason. For 10 years, I've been on a mission to get lube on every nightstand in the world. Well, I'm so happy to announce that I have a new partner in my quest, Joe. As a company, Joe is committed to making my mission come true. Joe manufactures a wide assortment of amazing lubes and personal care products. But for now, let me share one of my favorites, the Joe Natural Love Collection. It's 100% USDA certified organic specially formulated with pure natural ingredients like chamomile, agave leaf extract, and carrageenan. It provides a smooth, long-lasting glide and is easy to clean. Plus, these lubes are toy-safe and compatible with most materials. The Natural Love Collection includes flavored and unflavored formulas, as well as an organic toy cleaner. The Certified Organic Natural Love Line, along with all the Joe personal care products, is now available on my store. Just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Shop with Emily or the Joe banner. Trust me, this lube is going to change your sex life. Okay, now we're going to read your emails because we love when you email us. Feedback yes. at sexemily.com. Um, include your name, where you're listening from, how you listen, and your age. 
and age. And I love everyone who's been like, hey, here's my age. Here's my age. Sorry, I didn't include it. Or here's where I live. Because we appreciate that. And also, new feature on the show, you can leave your questions by voicemail. 818-ASK-SWE1. That's 818-ASK-SEX-WITH-EMILY1. Um, or 818-275-7931. This is all at sexwithemily.com. Um, so it's fun. We're going to start doing this, man. It's putting in some voicemails. People have been leaving us some good messages. Yeah, I can't wait. You excited about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to get into this email. Is there anything else? I feel like, I don't know. Anything that we should talk about? I don't know. I just feel like I miss you. No? Well, you happy? what about the, oh yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Exhausted always. Oh, I'm going to go to, or did it already happen by the time this airs? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Comic-Con. Oh yeah, I want to go. What's it like? What are you going to do there? I'll just go check it out. I'm going to go on a Saturday day. I'm, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Comic-Con. There's always, there's a lot of women that like to dress up and take a lot of photos. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, well, what, that's, that's, the just, thing. that's just the world right now. Women dress up, take photos, put them on Instagram. Yeah, for the gram. I think, I don't know. Uh, I wonder what, what they get out of it, though. I know some of them have turned it into a business. Right. Where people send them money and things like, like that. Like cosplay. Yeah, the cosplay like, stuff. Yeah. Do you find that sexy? Oh, I think, I mean, if it's done right, I think it's it's pretty awesome. You know, when it looks super authentic, that's right. cool. But if it's just a raggedy old costume, then I'm like, okay, you're just here to get some attention. You're right. not like really into it. Well, isn't really that what it's all it. about now is like getting attention and affirmation from all the likes you get? People Everything. are obsessed. It's just like, what? Uh, I don't even want to get into that. But because right. I like it too. I want you to like my photos. It helps. Uh-huh. Business, it's fun. But it's like, if that's all you're like obsessed with, like he's uh-huh. like when my 11 year old niece was like, duh, 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 like refreshing, refreshing all her likes and comparing mm-hmm. with my other niece about how many likes it just doesn't seem healthy. <laughs> wow. Doesn't seem healthy. Um, that's okay. So all let's right. get into an email here. Okay, cool. Emily, I just started recently to listen to your podcast. I'm enjoying them so far. I'm a 36, uh, 36. I recently separated from a 16 year relationship and after eight months, I decided to go back and start dating again. I asked a few colleagues of mine and they recommended certain dating apps, which I then went on, including OkCupid. I went on two dates and they went horribly. Oh no. But I took one last chance and started talking to a guy six years older than me. We've been talking for two weeks and haven't met in person yet, but our connection has been great. My question to you is is there a certain timeline to meet and move from there or what do you suggest what do i do thank you laura female age 36 los angeles um laura i love everything about this this is what i love menace i love that she took time until you're ready i mean let's be honest a 16 year relationship is a long time Mm -hmm. she's 36 so she was with the same person since she was 20 um which is a long time so you took time you healed and you're going out so that's great um, and I like also, Laura, you are a great model here that you did not stop after two bad dates. Because I know a lot of people who are like, eh, there's no one out there because I had two I'm bad done. dates in a row mm-hmm. and then they delete their apps and then they reload them again. So this is my note to everyone, like keep going. Like if you think that you're going to have all these great dates in a row, like not going to happen. Maybe space them out a little bit. Maybe say you're going to go on one a week, but you're going to have some bad dates. Um, and I'm also glad you asked this question, Laura, because the time to meet is now. Two weeks personally is beyond my limit because what happens is you're chatting. You're like already saying he's a great guy. We have a great connection. Like you know him. 
but you don't know him. So people create these whole things in their head. His voice mm. is sexy. We oh, like yeah. to say we both like Pokemon. Man. We, we, Pokemon. <laughs> the Pokemon. And then we can move in yeah, together. Exactly. But you don't know him. And here's what could happen, Laura. He shows up and you have zero chemistry. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, there's no chemistry. And you just spent two weeks building him up in your mind, creating this image of who this guy is. And it might not be there. So I say, when you match with someone or you have a good connection, like try to meet as soon as possible and try to limit the conversations that you have before beforehand. Because in this day's age, day and age, day and age, I'm sure he's already Googled you. I'm sure he's already found out a lot of stuff. Plus you're talking. It's almost like you work, you know, you already know him before you met him. So I say like, just meet the, that because really at the end of the day, nothing matters until you meet him in person. So um, ASAP, uh, because you're creating a thing. Why don't waste any more time? So the sooner you know, better that you can move on. What do you think? I, yeah, I mean, I agree a hundred percent on how people build these fantasies in their head when they get too excited over something. And you, you really just have to meet the person before you start thinking about how you're going to have 2.5 kids and right. Uh, house with the picket fence and change all that last kind of name. Oh, how my name yeah. sounds with his name. I know you're excited too because you were in a relationship for a very long time, and now you found somebody that you might be interested in. Right. But you and I wouldn't even yeah. Yeah, you just have to explore your options. Right, and don't rush. Don't 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 uh-huh. rush it. I, I would keep dating too. I hope that. But <clears throat> but if you do find somebody cool, they want to be with, don't say well. I'm just back now on the market. I, I need to make sure that I, I stay out there and meet more people. I I always say, if you find somebody that's cool, stick with them and see where it goes. Don't, but I, I would say some, don't jump in. I see. I yeah. think after 16 years, it's time to do a little playing around. But if you meet someone who's amazing mm-hmm. and you're 36, maybe you want to have kids. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying, Menace. I do. But I um, but, it depends, but I like, just hate, I, I, I kind of dislike that when it's like, I hear you. I we can know. disagree. I yeah. go play the field a little bit. I go, why? When you, if you feel somebody that's super cool, like just be with them, yeah. you know? My only concern, and I think you're right, is that what we often do, and I've said this before, is that we tend to heal our past relationships and our mm-hmm. current relationships. So I don't know what was wrong with your ex, why you guys broke up. For, but for example, Laura, let's say like your ex was really non-communicative. Like let's say like he was shut down emotionally and he didn't talk about anything. And let's say this guy was like opening up about his feelings and mm-hmm. emotions. And you're like, oh my God, he's the one because there was such a lack. You felt such an emptiness in your last relationship because your guy didn't connect with you and this guy does. And we often the pendulum swings. So we try to mm-hmm. heal whatever was wrong with the last one. And we think this guy has to be it and we don't often see that it's not the whole like there are there are other things missing as well so that's Mm -hmm. my only thing that we were like oh my god someone actually you know I've done that before I'm trying to think what I've done like I've been with guys who were um I guess maybe the sex let's say the sex this is before sex then like Mm because now I don't put up with bad sex but let's say sex was not great guy yeah. was willing to it. and then I meet someone who's like really into sex and it was so mm-hmm. great I'll be like oh my god this is everything and then I tend to ignore that like there's other things wrong like he's you know yeah. hates his mom and like is mean to the waitress <laughs> and all that stuff oh what? it's funny I talk- oh I love when you come <laughs> no so I just cute. remember when yeah. I talk about you on the radio I was talking oh. about speaking about bad sex and say that you would put up with it we were reading some survey that just came out recently about you know who makes more noise during <laughs> orgasms right right and uh, I talked about a story that you shared on here like a million times <laughs> about a guy that you used to have sex with and all the noise that he made was at the end he goes <clears throat> yeah that was it 
So I gave you a shout out. Thank I you. Talked about I was like, that. does he, did he sneeze? Like what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because it, the survey said like, oh yeah, guys like tend to want to be quiet during sex. Why? I know. Uh-huh. They think they, why though? You tell me. Why? Because I just don't want other people to hear me. I mean, unless we're in like. Like the, your dog? Unless we're in the woods or something like that, where I'm when in a cabin. When you had sex in the woods? I See, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> what you about know? if you're in the hotel room in Vegas? Uh, yeah, I'm not You're usually passed out. Noise. I'm usually passed out. No, I, I still, it's I just, just a, it's a practice. Yeah, like but I, have it. I'm not going to be going crazy because I am aware of my surroundings. You know, some people we were just talking about, like, have you ever heard, you've lived in places before. I remember in San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. you had, I got a, in you had a lesbian couple in above you that and would make me. crazy amount of noise. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. just trying to be respectful of my neighbors. They were so good. It was next, I had lesbians next door in the wall. I lived in that old like 1910 building and yeah. I had lesbian, and literally it was a, it was a piece of cardboard separating our uh-huh. walls. And they were really into S&M, the ones right next door. And the ones beneath me were just into, were just loud. Uh-huh. And it was kind of hot. Like I told you, I had yeah. friends come over. Like, let's go to Emily's house and listen to the lesbians have sex. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's weird. But right now where I'm at, I still want to move, but I have a little guest house so no one uh-huh. can actually hear me about actually not having sex. But when I was, I no one can hear me, which I love. But yeah, men don't typically make as much noise, but guys make a little more noise. Like, let us know that you're into it and it feels it's good. Like it feels bit. good to us because uh-huh. don't you like when women make noise? Not yes. too much. I mean, guys then you love know what that. you're doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It gives them confidence. Thanks for... Uh, Give me a shout out and this guy. Always. You know what's so funny though? The guy who was a, mm, yeah. he, he ta- he's actually a really good friend. It's so funny because like, mm. you know, I'm friends with all my exes mm. yeah. and this is someone I dated like eight years ago, but last night he texted me. He's in and San he Francisco. Went, mm. No, I talked to him, but he said to me, um, he said you he, out of the blue, voice memo, <laughs> out of the blue, we're, cause we're still friends. He goes, yo, I got a question. Need to buy some Emily type stuff online. Best site. Got any hookup from the crafty Armenian. Yeah. Oh, he's to the thrifty Jewish. Uh-huh. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I go, what do you need? He goes, bondage crap. I'm like, be more specific. He goes, uh, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he's like restraints, spanking nipple stuff, which he's like super conservative. Uh-huh. Like he might be like, I don't like really concerned. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's going bachelor and I'm party. Like, go to, yeah, no, he's like for some girl. I'm like, go check out sports sheets. Cause I love, I'm like sports yeah. sheets. is really easy. This is like 11 o'clock and I'm like, he's uh-huh. Velcro. Da, da, da. He's like, that's perfect. And then he sends me, I'm like, yeah, it's reasonable. He's like, oh, this is perfect. They got flogging stuff. I'm like, go to my website and like, check uh-huh. it out. And he's like, and he was reading me what, um, apparently he's dating online now. And what mm. the woman said to him was, <laughs> this is what it said. I go, what do you need? And then he sends me yeah. this paces thing. It says restraints, colon, no inverted suspension, hands, arm, yes. I'm pretty damn flexible and somewhat of a Houdini. And then she says, spanking, yes, please. Pain, if built so So it's like a whole, I don't even know what kind of site he's on. Wow. And then I just, and then I just, and then, and then I went said, to bed. Then he said, hashtag. <clears throat> yeah. I was like, at the dude, end of this. <laughs> make some noise, buddy. <laughs> at the end of you this. You become forever fun. Oh my God, I hope he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Jesus, I, I mean, do you've talked time. about him a billion times, so. I love you, honey. I think you just did it once. I don't remember. <clears throat> Oh, I don't think he listens. Shout out to Okay. The- Fuck. What? <laughs> I don't know if he listens. Who Doesn't gives matter. a shit? Okay. This You're is helping it. him was, out. It's actually a different guy. I'm totally helping him out. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, get into uh, another email. All right. Kegels for men. Because they do exist. Uh-huh. Men and women. Hey, Emily, I'm a 30-year-old uh, living in Central California. I've recently started doing Kegel exercises, downloaded your app, Kegel Camp, to make it more fun and make sure I do them right. My question is, is there such a thing as doing them too much? Love your show. Hope to hear from you soon, Matt. 
Um, I don't recommend overdoing the kegels. So like over three times a day, because usually mm. it's like series of five. That's would be my recommendation because you might be, you know, overdoing it that way. That's like anything. But my concern is I don't, I'm not sure why you're asking Matt or if you had any weird side effects, but from them or any weird pains, but you got to make sure you're doing them right. Because I try to explain them on the app and make them easier. But the truth is you a lot of you, like what you're supposed to do is you contract like inward and upward. Like you're pulling your mm-hmm. pelvic floor in and up. And it's like, you know, those pee stopping muscles when you stop and start the flow of urine. Um, so it should feel like you're stopping urination. But a mistake that a lot of people do is they're like bearing down and they like strain their pelvic floor. Like they're about to have like a bowel movement, which uh-huh. I didn't want to say poop. Cause I don't yeah. think a bowel movement. Like that's like your doctor's <laughs> like, when was the last time you had a bowel movement? You know, yeah. you know, the doctor and you're like, yeah, hot. I hate that. Go ahead. Um, so, um, Matt, don't tense your abdomen, butt, or thighs. So those are no, those are, that's not part of your Kegel plan. Um, so make sure you find a comfortable position. And also, if you want to do them you know, a few times a day, three, that's great. But make sure that you're also mixing it up. So you're holding them longer. You know, you're holding them shorter for different periods of time. Like my app mixes them up for you. But if you want to do it three times a day, you might want to do one set of long holds, one set of shorter holds. Um, of the contracting and the releasing just like with exercise like if you only mm. did one if I only did like my biceps every day like and not a different way of doing them and did do push-ups or whatever you you stagnate so mm-hmm. yeah sometimes I'm, I'm sure you do your kegel perfectly already on the daily I should downloaded kegel camp your app for kegels it's for men and for women people love tense it. and release yeah tense and relax it's true tense relax <laughs> I should redo the audio maybe in French or something yeah high def yeah It'd be fun. Okay. At least the Spanish version. That'd be huge. You're right. I should. Yeah. How hard would that be? Not hard at all. It's a good idea. Okay. Um, are you ready for another remote? Yes. Okay. Hi, Emily. I'm a new listener and I love listening to your show on my daily commute. Thanks to you, I become much more comfortable talking about sex and my boyfriend absolutely loves it as do I. I've been with my boyfriend for three years, three years now and he's wonderful. He's my best friend, biggest supporter. I love his family and the sex is great. The thing is, I'm only 20 years old and my boyfriend is the only boyfriend I've ever had. We started dating right after we graduated from high school and have done three years long distance in college. Over time, we realized that being together while long distance doesn't quite work and we're in an open relationship. It's taken some time, but we've become comfortable with the arrangement. Now we're entering our final year of college and have started to talk about plans for living closer after graduation. I'm really excited about that possibility, but there's also part of me wondering if I should take advantage of us being open to really live it up next year. On the one hand, I think it would be fun to put myself out there and good for me to make sure that my current relationship is what I want. On the other hand, I know if my boyfriend found out, he would be devastated. He's told me he doesn't take advantage of the open part of our relationship as he's been with other girls before me and he this he's sure that I that this is what he wants. Uh-huh. I've only had sex with one other guy and it was totally underwhelming. Um part of me thinks I shouldn't try to fix something that isn't broken. What do you think? Do you think it's important to see what it's like to be with different partners? Or if I'm happy, should I avoid any possibility of ruining a good thing? I look forward to your advice. And if you're ever teaching in San Francisco, let me know. Sincerely, Sonia, um, female, age 20. People are getting so good with the, the yeah. females and the, the, the ages. Well, it kind of goes back. I, can I just jump in yeah, first? Yeah, jump in. It kind of just goes back to what we just talked about. If you're happy, I know you're 20 years old and you want to 
you know, I should be hooking up with 10 dudes a night or whatever, you know, but if you're happy with somebody and there's not any problems, I don't see why, why risk that, you know, okay. but you're going to not agree with me. <laughs> Go out there and explore all, all your options, blah, blah, blah. Go bang everyone in yeah. your dorm. No, listen, um, menace. I agree. I know what you're saying. And then, and sometimes in these, some of these mm-hmm. cases, yes. cause there's so, I, I know so many people have been filled with regret that they okay, regret is a waste of time. You shouldn't look back. You're not going to that. I direction. know it's easy to say that, but if they regret dumping their high school's third college suite. Yeah. They regret. They're like, Oh, I was with somebody awesome. And then I thought that I, you know, the grass was always greener and I wanted to go explore my options. And then like, Oh shit, I should have stayed with that person because that person was great, but I'm, I'm young. And I think that I should go out and blow 10 guys. But know? are they talking about when they were 20 or are they 30? Very different. No, yeah. They were talking about when they were in their 20s, they were with somebody awesome, and then they're in their 30s, and now they're with some loser, (laughs) but, you know? I don't know. I think there's this euphoric recall that we go to our past, and we think, oh, that relationship was so Mm -hmm. amazing, and maybe it was, but but you're not the same person. They broke up for... The sole reason is because they felt like, oh, I'm young. I should go explore other options. That's the sole reason, not because the relationship was bad. Okay. It's just because everybody is in their head like, oh, I should be out there. See, I don't believe in regretting any most things. I know, that's you, but I'm just saying that's your your friend who's doing this is wasting time. No, there's multiple people that have felt this way. See, and I don't, I I don't have any regret. Like I did, I broke up with so many nice guys that Mm -hmm. I wasn't like I feel like wasn't ready, wasn't the right time. That's you. No, I'm just saying yes. For some people, that could be right, but I also think anybody who dwells on it. Here's the thing: at that time in your life, you made a decision based on where you were at. So to even Mm -hmm. spend a moment in your life making regrets on decisions in the past, you can learn from things. But to spend time dwelling Mm -hmm. at the one, I don't believe in the one who got away. Like I don't believe in any of that because you did the best you could at that time, and you were compelled to leave because you wanted to go these experiences. And when your dating life isn't going so great, you're like, I should have been with Chip from when I was 21 years old, Mm -hmm. and I just don't. And Chip was awesome, but you didn't Chip want to Chip was awesome Chip at 21. And I bet if he goes back go. and sees his 21-year-old girlfriend, now he's 30, he's she's you know not going to be the same as she was when she was 21. But I think <laughs> after reading this, Sonia, that you do love and care about your boyfriend. She doesn't want to hurt him. Makes total sense. If you have a Chip, hold on to him. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, we don't want to hurt the person we love, you know? But but here's the thing, you know? I think that, that she's feeling hesitation. And she's feeling, I'm mm-hmm. not putting words in her mouth. Sonia's feeling hesitation about going the distance with this guy and she says and here I don't want to hurt his feelings so you should never stay with someone because you don't want to hurt their feelings because you're that actually hurting part them more we can agree with. okay because you're hurting them more by staying yeah. in a relationship um, we always think that they'll never move on and they can't live without us but everybody moves on and everybody finds someone else and we all have this fear that when we break up with someone that they're not going to get over it and that we'll never find anyone as great Mm-hmm. And except for your friends who are obsessed with their girlfriends from 15 years ago, most people move on. It's a lot of people like that. I don't know anyone Emily, like you're not the norm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am the norm. You're I'm the not. most normal. I'm so normal. Are you? I'm Yes. I am the epitome of norm. Is if there you edibles nor- in here that everyone's eating and I, I didn't get one? <laughs> I wish. I wish they're edibles. No. Um, if you're normal, the world is fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not normal. I'm I admit that I'm not normal. I'm not normal. But um, I think that, that Sonia's feeling hesitation. Uh-huh. And I think it is important if this is the mm-hmm. only guy she's been with, the yeah. only one, 
The only one, except for one underwhelming yeah. experience, which it's going to be underwhelming because you've had anything cool. else in your vagina. Go out there, so get VD. It's she had good. one penis in her vagina, and there's mm-hmm. another penis, and it was underwhelming because it wasn't the same because we're used to that one penis. Um, and you know, I had four boyfriends in college. I had mm-hmm. one every year: freshman year, sophomore, mm-hmm. junior. And I have no regrets about it. Like I liked all of those guys and friends with them on Facebook. Uh-huh. They're all great. Um, but um, it might have been nice to have a year of just like having fun, and mm-hmm. and you know, I God knows I've made up for it. But it is a great time of your life where you're making friends and you're having new experiences. And, um, you know, and, but here's the other thing. You're talking about this open relationship and I'm super confused in it because I had to read this like six <laughs> times because it sounds like you're having an open relationship and he's not. And uh-huh. that doesn't work because you're saying he's not taking advantage of it and he'd yeah, freak if out he if finds he out, else. then that's so just going to screw up the you're relationship. You're already not you'll, on an even playing you'll field. You'll never be able to repair that. Right, exactly. So you want to avoid hurting him, but it sounds like he's already hurting. So, And I would also advise against planning this big move after graduation to be closer if you're not sure that you want to be with him. And the 20s are a great time to get to know yourself, to experience it. I'm not saying you shouldn't be in other relationships, but this is not just me. In your 20s is a huge time for growth and change. Like, yes, honestly, like when I was 22, I dated this amazing guy. And I think about all the time, like I was so in love. It was so great. Um, but it's also like your first love and your first uh-huh. love, like you don't have all the baggage. You don't have, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> and you really like, you, you tend to like idolize it. I tend to think about like, wow, I, I, I did, I did. This guy was like, I mean, that's how I remember Anna David, my friend, because mm-hmm. the one time we got in a fight, he was flirting with her at a party all night, Yeah, which she doesn't remember. And anyway, cause Ooh, it's look fine. You jealous. No, I love Anna. Cause it was uh-huh. the one time I like, now we're best friends. It's just funny. But what I'm saying is that the twenties are a time. Like you, we, we do change. You go, mm. even Dr. Drew agrees with me. Like don't get married in your twenties. Just don't, you can, yeah. commit, you can, you know, commit. no, I totally agree with that also. Right. So but it doesn't mean that you can't date somebody for and, a long time in your twenties. Right. You can, but this is the only guy she's been with. And I'm just saying, you know what, first of all, you're just entering your senior year. So you mm. do have a year to think about it. I wouldn't like rent an apartment with him right now, but, um, I don't think that you're going to, you know, you might not regret staying with him either, but I just, yeah, I just think that it's, it's a good time to, to also, not only is it about your twenties, about experiencing other men and whatever, mm. it's like just a time to be with your friends and know yourself know yourself without a guy in your life because that's when we establish independence and we become adults and we learn how to take care of ourselves. and if you're in a relationship all the time you sometimes you tend to like you know just kind of not take that time to learn how to take care of yourself so and it's long distance too I did that my freshman year I was with a guy at Michigan State and I was uh-huh. in Michigan and I was always driving East Lansing and he was driving Ann Arbor and it was like it was great but I, he was my first love and no this mm-hmm. wasn't the, this was Okay, no, my first real love was after, but this was like my first college, whatever. It doesn't matter. I <laughs> yeah. have a lot of first loves. So that's my deal. I think you guys also aren't in the same terms of what the open relationship is. So that's, why mm-hmm. don't you start there, Sonia? Why don't you be honest with him and practice communicating this part? Because if you, yeah, you got to clarify this open relationship part. See where it goes from there. Okay, next, oral sex. Oral sex. My what? Favorite topic? Love it. Dear Emily, I love, 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 love going down on my wife. I love giving her pleasure, watching her. Oh, you want to steal this guy from his wife. Go ahead. <laughs> What's his number? Um, I watching her <laughs> orgasm and feeling the pulsations on my lips. Uh-huh. Here all this. I smile just thinking about her at the peak of release. But she says, <laughs> this is like writing a rag novel. Mm-hmm. But she says that when I do, it leaves her with three or four days of itching slash burning. Oh, no. <laughs> After all that pulsation. Um, can you tell me 
is it my beard or is there a chance it could be my body chemistry, my pH balance on my saliva or something else? Yeah, is there aftershave? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it could be a lot of those things. If there's anything I can do with my mouth or her body to, to reduce or eliminate the irritation either before or after the act, I don't want to have to shave the beard, but I would if that was the only choice. Steve, Wisconsin, he listens on Stitcher. Nice. Shout okay. out to Stitcher. We love. Those we love Stitcher. Peeps. We used to we used to hang there all the time. Oh, misadvised. We filmed the show doing it at Stitcher Studios. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't think it's a saliva. I don't think it's your saliva in our vagina. Most likely, it's your beard or mm-hmm. the products you're using in your beard. Your girlfriend would probably have the same issues if you went down beard her. issues. Right menace beard issues <laughs> no it is you get scott it can be the beard um but there could be a whole host of things now here's mm. the thing i say it's not your saliva but like if you're a smoker you know there's could be tobacco mm. on your mouth and cause irritation there could be like gum mouthwash chapstick i mean if she's got sensitive bits down there could cause problems um also you're not talking about I, I'm, I'm assuming you're having intercourse as well it could be the condoms you're using a lot of women are allergic to latex and also your hands okay this is like huge and this is something producer Madison and I were talking about last night that I didn't realize this until much later that like if you're hooking up with a chick and this goes for girls too, wash your hands beforehand there is so much bacteria and dirt that accumulates on your fingertips the back of your hands under your nails I know this is gross but like I just never used to think about it, but like you, you've got yeah, to. Yeah, you have it. flaming hot Cheetos uh. all over your hand. <laughs> screwed, right? Flaming hot Cheetos, you're screwed, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And I used to like, you know, how many times you go from the bar and you start hooking up with a guy, and you're like, yeah. I wasn't like, go Tell wash your hands. When I hook up with dudes after the bar. I always did that. You gotta wash and, my um, hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wash your hands, dude. But no one thinks about it. And now, like, if I go to dinner mm-hmm. with someone, he like starts kissing me, and I can smell like the pepperoni pizza on his hands. Like, uh-huh. I'm grossed out. So this is important public service <laughs> announcement to guys and, you know, keep your nails trimmed and clean. If I don't say this enough, like yeah. your nails are so important because I've also had a guy's nails like slice, like I have like a, like a cut in my vagina from nails. What? Happens to women all the time. So keep your beard in check, wash your hands. And Steve, mm. what you got to do is I, I think you got to trim the beard, even if it's just one time, make sure you've close shaver on your mouth and chin uh-huh. area. And then, you know, if it's not that, eliminate other factors. I also think that she's got to um, make an appointment with her gynecologist because if she's having reoccurring um, issues, you know, sensitive and itching, it could be something like that mm-hmm. we don't even know about. It might so, not even be you. Right. I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not looking at her vagina, so I can't tell you. But send, her, send pictures of her vagina no. and we'll look at them. We'll analyze We'll look at them. But yeah, no, I think <laughs> hopefully she goes like every mm-hmm. six months to her. What do they tell younger women every six months or once a uh, year once a for year pap smear? But I think that, um, you know, I go, well, I go over six months. I used to. I try to. But yeah, she just should, she should check it out. Just, oh, it's so fun. Put my, head, put my legs up in stirrups. Best part of my day. Um, that's really fun. Although my new gynecologist here, which I told you was like, want to take a look? And then gave me a mirror. He's like, most women say no. I'm like, yes. He's like, there's your labia. Cause of course I know. Uh-huh. And he like <laughs> held a mirror up to it. And I was like, my legs Sweet. were up like this. And I thought it was good because most women don't know what the hell have women. And this is another thing. You should look at your vagina on your own. You should take Tons. a mirror and understand what is going on down there. Cause it's, it's beautiful and it's working for you. I hope. And, um, you might just understand what feels good next time you're masturbating. It's kind of fun to look and know where to touch yourself. What? Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Oh, your finger was up. Look at your at your, vagina, at your vagina all day. You could look at your penis. You could look at your perineum. You could look in your butt menace. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look at my mangina. 
Yes. So anyway, um, I love that you're asking this, Steve, but I just can't, that those, it could be your beard, but again, I don't want you to shave your beard if it's something else, but you could trim around the mouth area and all mm-hmm. that. But thanks for asking. Wash your hands. Okay. Last one. Hey, Emily. My name is Bianca. I'm 25 years old from Chicago, Illinois. I've been married. Chicago. Whoa. Love it. Married for four years. My husband and I recently talked about our sex life and what we want. He says he's fine with our sex life as it is. Looks like I'm the only one who wants sex more often. Oh, no. I recently told him that I masturbate. I've always done it. Uh I just never told him before and admitted that I really want a vibrator for when I'm alone. I feel like now he thinks he doesn't pleasure me, which he does. I just, I also like my alone time and do things by myself. How do I make him feel like he does a good job pleasuring me, but that I also love to masturbate? Also, I'm not quite sure what sex toys start with. Help. Womanizer. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I love the womanizer. I love just it. do it. Does your people in your office, your show want a womanizer or no? Yeah. I give me one. I told yeah. you this. It's, it's the best toy. Do you have one that's camouflaged? I do. I do. We do you have a camo. No way. Maybe it's. What? I think. Why? Is she like camo? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just You're joking. joking they come with like leopard and diamonds no and camo. Yeah. Sweet. I think there might be one. I'll take a look in my right. sex toy closet. Let's check it out. Um, but here's the thing, Bianca. Masturbation, as you know, if you've listened to the show, it's very healthy practice for men mm. and for women. When you're in a relationship, when you're out of a relationship, you don't, no one stops, ma- or you shouldn't stop masturbating when you're in a relationship because it's it's very healthy for us. It's a common release. You know, it, it's a healthy release. It can reduce stress and anxiety, helps mm-hmm. you discover your body, more erogenous zones, um, how you orgasm. You know, it, it, you can learn different things and it can actually improve your sex life when you masturbate. Um, have them listen to this. I mean, it, just Google it. It's so, you, no one, you know, and typically what I like about this email too is I hear from women all the time we're like or men say but like why is my girlfriend or why does my boyfriend watch so much porn and um typically like girls don't understand that but it's like you know what he watched porn i always say he watched it before you dated he'll watch it after so this is fine so i encourage you to do it regularly you're not doing anything wrong and you have a higher sex drive than your husband so it's good to have additional release and this is common for men and women though to feel inadequate when their partner self-pleases that's all i'm saying this is really this is common that we're like and again when i was your age when i was 25 i was dating a guy and i was very confused i did not understand at the time why he watched porn because in my mind it was like the most amazing mind-blowing sex of my life which it was at the time and I was like, wait, you watch porn? And the girls look nothing like me and have fake boobs and blonde mm. hair. Like, do you want to be with them? I was very, very confused because there is not a lot of great information out there now until this podcast, of course. So you need to reassure him. Let him know how happy you are with your mm. sex life. Like, it sounds like he just really needs this reassurance from you. Um, but explain why you masturbate because it feels good and it's good for you. And also, if you do get a toy, you know... You can play with it. Well, he doesn't have to be like your secret toy. You can definitely play with it with him. Like I always encourage people to use toys during intercourse. Um, for your first sex toy, I definitely recommend a clitoral toy, clitoral vibe, because they are easy to use. They, mm-hmm. they provide the same type of external stimulation that you might do with your hands when you masturbate. Um, and clitoral stimulation is how most women orgasm. Plus, really easy to use with a partner. So I like... The Leon, L-A-Y-O-N, vibrator from the Rabbit Company. Fits really comfortably in the palm of your hand. 
um, and there's two little bunny ears. Like it's like a uh-huh. bunny, but it's like short bunny. Like it's not the big bunny where you don't insert it, but it's got the th- 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 little ears uh-huh. that like tickle your clitoris and feel really good. And they have independent motors on each one. So it can provide direct stimulation to the clitoris or anywhere else in your body. Let's not forget vibrations feel good eh, on almost every body part. Your nipples. He might like it on his scrotum, mm-hmm. on his shaft. On the tip of his penis, men like it too. It's from the Rabbit Company, so just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Rabbit Company banner and then buy it there. You'll love it. Um, but yeah, I recommend a small clitoral vibe. The Womanizer is great. It might, you know, you could check that out too. See how you feel about that. It's a little, mm-hmm. it's handheld. It could make him, I don't know, see how he feels about that. But those are two great options, I think. Do they have any solar-powered sex toys yet? You know, here, I've thought about that, <laughs> yeah. and they probably do, but they just would not be as reliable, and I'm telling you, there's nothing mm, worse. There's nothing worse than when you're about to orgasm and your friggin' vibrator <laughs> dies. It's I've told that story. That's just the most upsetting thing mm. when you're about to, and it's like, and you're so close. It's like a penis going, they're both not fun. So that's what I got to say to you, sweetie. So uh, yeah, just tell them it's normal, it's healthy, and you're 25 years old. I mean... I'm assuming he masturbates too. Yeah, of and course. And you've been together for four years, and I hope that I love that you're talking about sex now, and I hope this is the beginning of you guys even talking about more things sex because, you know, if you don't talk about sex, then it's just not going to bode well for the future of your relationship. So that's all we wrote. That's all we got. That's it for today. Yeah. It was great seeing you, great as seeing always. Great you too, honey. Thank you, everybody who listens to the show. Yeah, it's all been really good. End. I got to say, like, we are... Um, you know, we've gotten just a lot of new subscribers and people downloading and emailing and, and, and I've run into a lot of people and please, if you ever do see me, like I get emails from people like Instagram, like, Oh, I saw you and I didn't say hi. Like I come love, say hi. come say hi. Like I'm so love it. Cause we're like sitting here in this bubble and when I meet my mm-hmm. listeners, it makes me super happy. So I love that. And I love you, Menace. Find Menace at, at Menace. At Menace. Across the board. Check out the Woody show. Yeah. The Woody show. You can download it's it. We talk about news, pop culture. Super That's funny. That's it. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. All right. I have a question for you. If you could name one sex toy off the top of your head, what would it be? It's okay. Take your time. We don't have that much time right now. What would you say? It's the rabbit, right? But with so many similar toys on the market, how do you know which rabbit is the rabbit for you? After more than 30 years of delivering quality products, Vibratex is easily one of the most trusted names in sex toys. So I often find myself telling friends and listeners, go with what you know. And one of Vibratex's best-selling and most impressive products is the original Rabbit Habit Deluxe, the one that started it all. The Rabbit Habit Deluxe has all the ingredients needed for a great orgasm. Powerful internal vibration with a rotating shaft and beads for G-spot stimulation. Oh, and these beads, they stimulate like nothing else you've felt before. And of course, there's also the famous rabbit-shaped clitoral stimulator, all of which can be controlled independently. You want a little clitoral stim or just feel those beads? Up to you to decide. Like all Vibratex products, the original Rabbit Habit Deluxe is BPA, phthalate, and latex-free. So go with what you know. Go with Vibratex. To order your Vibratex Rabbit today, visit Vibratex.com. That's V-I-B-R-A-T-E-X.com. Thanks.